Hello, friends, and welcome back to LinguaD weekly podcast about learning new languages. This is season number one, which I have called the first step to fluency. Here, we're going to cover the most crucial topics for every beginner. If you want to begin your language journey but are completely unaware of what to do or what to start with, then this season is for you. It is a comprehensive, instructive guide to the very first stage on your way to fluency. And without any further ado, let's get right to the episode. It's a really serious decision to embark upon the language learning road. It means literally emerging into a new culture, rewiring your brain, and communicating on a colossally different level. So, how can you hold out when so much pressure is put on you outright? Today's podcast is going to be comprised of several parts. In the first part, I'm going to be talking about all sorts of fears you might find yourself battling with when beginning your journey. And the second part will be a pure, unscripted monologue coming out from the core of my soul about my own experience and real-life examples of those fears. So, without any further ado, let's get started. Now, I frequently look back on my very first toddler-like steps into the boundless wilderness of the English language. I knew I felt some kind of sparkle vaguely igniting and arising from the deepest corners of my heart at the thought of being bilingual. And when I think of those moments over and over again, I obtained that incomprehensible feeling of uneasiness. I'd never done that before, I was clueless. And what I'm trying to accomplish here is to give as much insight as possible on the inner psycho-alternation that is bound to occur to you once you've embarked upon this tricky path. All internet resources on how to improve your English, French, German, Russian, etc. skills usually just dump an avalanche of strategies and material about grammar, vocabulary on you. But what we lack is actually an explanation of the feelings that we begin to experience along this path. Therefore, this season is going to include a plethora of such therapeutic podcasts, and I believe they will help you tremendously. Okay, now let's talk about our fears. Fear number one is the fear of using the wrong method. As I said earlier, there are tons and thousands of virtually identical channels, websites, and material out there that we get confounded by them in a fraction of a second. For instance, you go on Instagram, search for learning Spanish words, and you get all kinds of accounts that include the word Spanish or words or learning. It's easier nowadays to get thrown off by this excessiveness than not to get thrown off. So, the underlying cause of this fear is actually being uncertain about the correctness or quality of that data that you're using currently. Now, it's easy for me to tell you if a channel is good for English learners or not just by watching one video, because I already know what is right and what is wrong. So, conducting a basic juxtaposition doesn't really take much, but now, when I'm back in the shoes of a beginner, 
but this time in Spanish, I feel blind again. I don't know whether or not what that person is telling me is true, if I should really know that, if it's okay to say this or that. But guys, unfortunately, the only way to overcome that fear is to gain expertise over time by trying out miscellaneous methods. Fear number two is the fear of dim trajectory. The main questions that engender in us that dread are, where am I going? What am I going to do with this language later? When I finish this grammar book, what resource am I going to use? How long is it going to take me to get better? Will I ever be able to speak like natives? When I feel more confident, how do I find other speakers to communicate with? Am I learning too fast? Should I slow down? Am I dedicating too little time to this language? How do I even understand when I've reached a new level? Have you yourself asked any of those questions? Chances are, you have. It's the feeling of despair. It's rather intimidating, but my favorite way of coping with this issue is trying to narrow your focus. Be more concentrated on the present rather than the mighty future. Don't give a damn about what may happen tomorrow. Stay present and smile at every however infinitesimal improvement you see. Fear number three is the fear of coming out. This may actually not be germane to many people's situations, it's not a very widespread dread. But with me being a really shy personality, I have gone through it as well. This fear is triggered by your uncertainty about the reaction that others may have to the news of your newly discovered hobby. I'm going to talk about my tackling this issue later in this podcast, but I just want to say that when you decide on something as grandiose as learning a new language, telling others about your plans and getting disapproving or disbelieving feedback may turn into a great problem and even get you to consider quitting. Fear number four is the last one for today, and it's the fear of incompetence. This one is perhaps the most vast one because it doesn't solely affect language learners. We can feel incompetent to do something in different spheres. One of the most common inflictors of that dread, specifically in our field, is comparison. When we hear someone advance speak fluently in the tongue that we've only begun to explore, we may feel jealous and miserable because we realize how far we are from them and that maybe we will never be able to get there. Also, some are convinced that to learn languages you must have some inherent knack for it, and so when they don't see much result or improvement after the first two days of practicing, they delude themselves into thinking that for some unfortunate reason that knack is absent in them, which is totally preposterous. Others sometimes become anxious about their incompetence when contemplating age. Oh, I'm too old, I'll never be fluent because all this time I've only spoken one tongue and plus my memory is really unreliable. Guys, just p- 
please take off that armor of self-doubt that keeps you from stepping out of your comfort zone and begin exploring the daunting but simultaneously inexplicably fascinating world of languages. No matter your age, your gender, your native language, or your social status, if you want it bad enough, trust me, you can do this. Okay, well, it's crazy because it's the first time I'm going to be talking to you guys without a script. But I just wanted to include this part into my podcast because I feel like it seems like I'm a robot or something, you know? Like I'm speaking perfectly fluently and flawlessly, but it's just a script, okay? I memorize the script, I just spit it out, and that's all that I do. I mean, I do create the script myself, and those are my thoughts, but I'm too scared of sharing them, you know, by memory without having it written somewhere else. And this is something that I I want it to be more personal because I'm not going to be talking about tips or telling you what to do and how to learn. I don't want to be a teacher in this podcast. I just want to be another learner that you can, you know, understand and you can relate to because I'm pretty sure that a lot of us language learners are struggling with these issues and these fears. And yeah, let's just talk about it. Well, the first fear that I talked about was fear of using the wrong method. And a great example is me, definitely. Because two years ago, when I was only a beginner, I was so confused. I didn't know which resources to use, whether YouTube was a good resource, whether it was quality or not whether I could really trust those people or maybe they were just telling me some lies, I don't know. It was so scary and so uncertain all the time and honestly, it I was so anxious all the time. At first I liked it, but then I realized that I was going to be in that stress all the time until I find some kind of answers. And I would just be learning so much every single day. I would wake up in the morning, I would just rush to my desk and I would turn on my computer and search for another video on grammar because I was like, I I need to know more. I don't know anything. I know so little about this language and I wanted to become better. I wanted to progress. I wanted to you know, expand my knowledge. And so I would be like, oh, I didn't really get it clearly how to use present simple or uh, future simple, for example. I need to know more about that. And so I would watch tons of videos on the same topic every single day. I mean, it was really a lot, but I just felt like I could never get enough of it. I never knew whether or not something was good for me, whether or not it was enough for me. You know, and I would just learn so much per day. And I would always feel like I'm learning too much, but I don't have enough time to practice all of this. I have learned this grammar rule. I have learned that grammar rule. I have have memorized these words and those words. And all of that was just like a mix, like a bowl of cereal, you know, boiling inside my brain. And I would be feeding myself more and more of that information and felt like I am rushing too much and I need to stop for at least 
a few days and just practice the things that I've learned. And I felt so much stress put on me, even though I tried to hide it from my parents, from my classmates, from everybody, but I was so stressed because I felt like I wasn't dedicating enough time to it. I wasn't, you know, having enough time to really practice all of those rules that I'd been learning. It was super frustrating. It was super uh, challenging for me. And I just felt like I was not going to be able to do it correctly. Like if I saw the native speakers and other more advanced learners, I saw how, how fluently and how flawless and how really eloquently they spoke. And then I would compare myself to them and I would just feel a wave of desperation and complete, you know, disappointment with myself wash over me. It was, it was really difficult. It was a difficult timing. Plus, talking about resources um, and the abundance of resources that we have right now on our internet accounts, uh, YouTube and Instagram, it's really insane. It's like mind-wracking because there are so many channels and we really type something like how to learn Spanish, how to learn German, how to learn Russian, how to learn French, any other language, and you just get a ton like a huge, long, endless list of those videos suggested for you and you just don't know what to do with it and I was also like that, I didn't know what to do I would be like, oh, this course is great, I want to start this course like a series of videos, for example, on YouTube, right? A playlist of videos by one person I'm like, oh, this guy is really good, he explains so you know, smoothly and really detailed. I like his explanations. I really like the way that he teaches the language to me. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna start that. And then for some reason I would go back on YouTube and I would be like, what if there are better resources out there? And I would search for the same videos uh, by other YouTubers and I'd be like, oh wow, that guy also is pretty good and he is so much funnier and I like him better. And so I would start watching his videos and I'll be like, oh my god, there are so many different, you know, beginnings everywhere, like this video, that video, and everything is started but it's not finished and I felt unaccomplished and I felt like, oh my god, I have so many beginnings here and there but I haven't done anything, I haven't finished those, I haven't completed it, I haven't fully understood each of those topics in depth. And I, I would feel really pressured because of that. And it's just my psychic, I guess. Not every person struggles with that, but the fact that there is a lot out there and you feel baffled by the amount of information that is there on the topic that you're interested in, in our case, it's languages. Yeah, it definitely baffles you and sometimes stresses you out. Anyways, the next topic that... Anyways, the next fear that I really want to talk a lot about is the fear of the tragedy. It is the worst and the most complicated fear for me personally. I dealt with it a lot and I had to really cope with it and really... Oh my god, I had to wrestle with those fears, with those um, emotions that 
washed over me because of that fear. Uh, it was really emotional, it was really personal, and I am feeling a little vulnerable right now talking to you about this, but I feel the necessity to do that because I created this podcast in the first place because I feel like we lack this kind of material. Language learners deserve to have someone who will tell them what they will be experiencing, not in terms of their progress, but in terms of their you know, psychological stability or uh, mental health. Because learning a new language, literally submerging into a new culture, into a new world that you've never been a part of, it's a really huge step. It's like standing on the edge of a precipice and really about to fall over. So that that's it's it's extremely difficult and I just want to talk about it, you know? Because it feels like, oh wow, you know, two languages and that's so fantastic. That's all the people see, you being able to speak several languages, but what they don't see, what is behind that curtain, what's behind the scene is you struggling a lot and I just wanna I just wanna just tear that curtain off and show you guys reveal the truth and show you guys that you're not alone in this struggle it is difficult but the result is amazing i'm not saying that language learning is terrible it's excruciating or painful or anything it is at times but it's worth it that pain is just a way to shape yourself into a more resilient better smarter more courageous person okay and this fear is about unawareness of where you're going you don't know how long it's gonna take you to really um, study this language to improve and personally I really struggled with it because I think that I'm a perfectionist and so when I started learning English I was like I need to plan everything out everything ahead I need to know what I'm gonna do and when I'm gonna do it so this month I'm learning these words. Next month, I'm going to start um, learning a different tense, and I just try to plan everything out. I'm a little bit of an OCD, but <laughs> not entirely. But sometimes I really feel like I'm so pedantic; it's really frustrating. Anyways, I just want to tell you this story that happened one night to me, and the one that was really influential for me. It was so impactful. I was only a few months in and I was watching that playlist on YouTube um, created by a man. He was a Russian teacher. I mean, he was from Russia, but he was a language te teacher and tutor. Uh, he's a smart guy and he knows many languages, but his specific playlist was on English and it was called the beginner stage or something so those videos were for beginners and we just talked about present simple present uh, uh present simple future simple and past simple all of those super easy simple stuff that beginners need to know and that playlist con playlist consisted of um 300 or so videos and I was probably like halfway through the playlist and I really enjoyed it. I had improved my English greatly. I was really proud of myself. And uh, then one night, I just couldn't fall asleep. I just couldn't do that. I was just rolling in my bed, super anxious. I didn't even know what it was. But then I began to think about my language journey and I was like, oh wow, I 
have nothing except that playlist. I have literally no other resource um, that I liked at the time that would help me move forward. And that's when that thought occurred to me. What am I gonna do when this playlist is over? When I run out of those videos, what the heck am I going to do? And that was such a revelation for me that kept me up at night, throughout the whole night. I just... I closed my eyes for a second and then the next moment I opened my eyes, they were filled with tears and I was not able to stop it. I just was not able to stop those emotions. I cried because I was like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what I was doing because it was something new, it was such a huge change and changes affect our psychic and our um, emotional stability and our mental health, they, they really tremendously impact our mental health. And some people even, you know, end up feeling depressed or despaired because of some changes. And that was a huge change for me. And I had never done anything like that before. And so I was totally confused. And because of that confusion, and the fact that I really wanted to do it, but I didn't know how to do it, and that helplessness that I felt, it definitely, it, it grinded, grinded on me, it grinded me down, and I cried throughout that entire night. So if you're thinking that I'm so good and I'm really uh, fluent in English and that my accent is incredible or whatever else that you can conjure up in your minds right now about my English, it's never been that easy, you know? If you want to get these results, if you think that they're good or something, you really gotta work. I remember myself during that night when I was crying. I was a beginner and I wanted to learn and I felt so much passion for this particular hobby. I felt so much passion, so much encouragement, so much motivation and strength to do that, but I felt hopeless and amateur, like I was a dilettante or something and I felt like I was not capable of that. I felt like I had the strength, but I didn't have the knowledge, and so I would never. Who was I? I was like from a small town in Russia, a girl. What can I possibly do? I'm not that smart, you know? I shouldn't do that. Plus my friends, neither of them can speak English as well as I do, or is passionate about English as I am, neither of them. And that also impacts me because I don't have anybody to share those emotions to really, you know, to relate to or somebody who can actually understand me fully. I don't have anybody. And so I decided to create this podcast so that I can actually pass my emotions, pass those internal struggles onto you guys so that you can be more or better prepared, okay? Um, so that's fear number two. And I just really desire to share with you guys that story when I cried. It was so emotional. It may seem like nothing, but for me, it was such a turning point because after crying, I told myself, from now on, I'm going to be stronger and whatever challenge I will have to withstand in the future on my way to fluency, I was going to undergo it, undertake the challenge and undergo it and, and be who I want to be. And accomplish all of this no matter how hard it may be okay so I wish you guys the same encouragement and power over your brain and over your mental health
Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. It was really hard for me to be vulnerable and share those deep thoughts and hurtful memories, but I also felt a ton of relief because now I know that you have that info and can be better prepared for this psycho battle than I was back then. I publish new episodes every Saturday, and if you feel like my podcast could be useful to you, then please subscribe and check out my previous episodes. Also, if you have any questions or maybe you want some help with your thoughts and fears, feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me a voice message on Anchor. I guarantee a quick reply. Now before we say our goodbyes, a few more words. Shake up your head, free your mind off of any negative thoughts, and take a considerable gulp of air. Then just say to yourself that it's okay to be scared. But what's not okay is to give up on your dreams because of those fears. Be kind, compassionate with yourself, and most importantly, owe your fears and don't be owned by them. Bye.